Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. and welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. Today, we have our two resident healers sharing their gifts. Claudette's mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. And Kathleen's is to assist parents who have experienced the loss of a child to suicide, move from pain and suffering to peace, presence, and purpose. A few episodes ago, we talked about your life's dreams, the dreams you dream when you are awake and how to make them your reality. But you also have dreams when you sleep. Those dreams may or may not be the same as your daydreams, and they may have larger implications for your life than you realize. In this episode, Kathleen and Claudette discuss dreams, what they mean, and how to interpret them. If you've been wondering why you were being chased last night, or what to do with all those people who were crowded at the party you dreamed about, or maybe that was just me, uh, these Fab Five ladies may provide just the pathway to figuring it out. Thank you so much, Whitney. It's so good to be back here today. And I can't wait for Claudia and I to talk about dreams, their meaning, and how to interpret our dreams. Dreams sometimes can be scary. Sometimes they can be exciting. Sometimes you can be like, where did that come from? We never know what dreams are really, what dreams are coming for. What we do know, or at least Claudette and I know, that dreams can be information. Dreams can help you to take a step forward in a different way. It's information that's coming through. And sometimes dreams are difficult to interpret. So Claudette and I thought that we would shift the perspective here a little and actually talk banter back and forth. As you know, Claudette um, is the truth method queen and I channel and I'm a, you know, I help parents who have been shattered by suicide that we are in a space of being able to see it from a little higher perspective, maybe bring forth a higher perspective. And so Claudette is going to help me interpret a dream that I recently had, and then she's going to share a dream and what her perspective is and what her dissecting of that is. And maybe I'll be able to add a little more information to that or not. You know, we'll see how that goes. So you ready for this, Claudette? I am super excited about this because dreams are a huge topic, right? Everybody has them. And, you know, we always wonder if they're significant or not, right? Mm -hmm. 
especially the nightmares, right? You know, like um, people call them the nightmares. Like, is it a nightmare or is it just information coming forth for about your fears or a warning to not take a particular path that you're thinking about going on? So really dreams, nightmares, whatever you call them, they are um, really we're being informed along our journey. So let me get into my dream and I'll tell you, and then Claudette can share. We can banter back and forth a bit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Just a couple nights ago, I had a dream that really woke me up in the middle of the night with my heart beating and like, oh my gosh, what is this about? So it started off where a friend of mine and I were getting ready to travel out of the country go figure. I'm actually heading to Costa Rica in a week, but we were getting ready to travel out of the country. And we came across these two guys that were together and she wanted to help them. They were in need or they said that they were in need. It just like, for me, my energy instantly said, this is not good. We should not be anywhere near these two gentlemen. That This is not the path that we should be going on. That we should stay away from them. And she was more of an empath and she wanted to help them and say, well, it's okay. She's like, it's, it will be okay. We're just going to help them out. So we go someplace wherever they are and we're in their house and they have young boys or teenage boys there. And one of the teenage boys comes up to me and says, they're not good people. You know, they're, they're really not good people. And I'm like, I know I'm trying to get you know, get out of this environment. And my friend still wants to, to, to help these people out. And so fast forward, I go to a place where I'm getting ready to get on this plane and I have a milk crate that holds my stuff that as my carry on, which is totally ludicrous because I have, I travel a lot. I'm not traveling with a milk crate as my, as my I'm carry on. Happy to hear this. I'm happy. <laughs> and in the mount crate, it has my carry-on, it has my wallet, it has uh, my phone, it has all my valuables, with the exception of my passport. I still had my passport somehow. So going on to load onto the plane, there were different entrance ramps that we all went different different ways. And I I realized in the dream that those guys that and they were a gay couple so it wasn't like a romantic interest they were a couple and I their energy I could feel their energy was present but I didn't see them anywhere so I kind of got lost on this ramp of like where am I going how am I and I had set my milk crate down (laughs) and somehow I had forgotten it on the ramp and I get onto the plane and I realize I'd left it and I kind of panicked because my wallet was there. I go back, it's gone. I come back onto the plane and the flight attendant has like a serving platter and there's my wallet and my sunglasses and one other thing. I can't, I don't know what the other thing was, but I said, oh, thank God that they're there. And it might've even been my phone on the other side, but I don't think my phone reappeared. So the my wallet, I open up my wallet and all the cash that was in my wallet is still there, but all my credit cards and my ID was gone. And I panicked of, oh my gosh, 
all my financial and I flipped out at my friend, you know, like, I'm like, I t- no. And then these guys show up. Like I knew the guys had my credit cards, my, my identity, like all of what I had. And I, I got my stuff back. So I knew where he was holding it in his pocket. I grabbed it. You know, I, I approached him. I said, where's my stuff? I know you have it. And he lied. And so I grabbed it. I said, no, I know what pocket it's in. And I grabbed it out of his pocket. I said, if if you don't have it, then what are these? And it was all of my credit cards and my ID. And that's when I woke up. And so I just panicked. And and I thought, oh, my God, is this fear about money? Is this what? My interpretation was, and tell me what you think is, but my interpretation. Where's TSA when you need them? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, TSA, never around when you need them. <laughs> Except for when you don't need them, they're always there. <laughs> uh, no, that's not true. But That's not um, true. Joking, we love you, TSA. Go ahead. Exactly. So grateful for you, TSA. My interpretation was the loss of my identity because it wasn't about money because my cash was still in my wallet. Like the cash was not gone. And then I had substantial cash in my wallet at that particular point. Not always, but at that point I did. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the loss of my identity. And the fear of the identity of who I was to who I am today, because I just got back from a, an event in Vermont where my old friends and new, you know, like, my friends, longtime friends were there and some other people who were not necessarily long-term friends. And I got back and, you know, just there was some energy that shifted there. So curious, Claudette, what your thoughts are about dreams and what your interpretation is. So I'll start with the premise of what I discovered. See if this resonates. Dreams aren't always what they seem to be. Right. Sometimes sometimes they are. Sometimes they are. It's really hard to go to Google and go. I dreamt about and really you'll get interpretations of an answer. But here's the complication. But we can keep it simple. But here here it is. Dreams come from belief systems in your subconscious. Your subconscious is attempting to communicate with you. In our subconscious, we have belief systems that are positive and supportive, and we have belief systems that literally go against the evolution of our soul. Like, for example, who hasn't thought that we're not worthy at some point, right? Like everybody has a feeling of this at some point in our life. It seems to be a belief system that is interwoven socially, right? Until we break free from it. Exactly. So how, how would not worthy show up? It could be things being taken from you. It could be, there's a number of things, but your subconscious is always going, here we are. Let's, if I can't tell you while you're awake, I sure as heck will tell you while you're asleep. And if we have a lot of night terrors and nightmares, there's a whole nother discussion of different realms to go into. But in the astral realm where a lot of people dream, in the lower astral realm, there's a lot of what I'd like to call bullshit that happens. And just it's a lot of the lower energy forces 
And so if you're having a lot of night terrors, just say, I choose not to dream in the lower realm tonight. I choose to dream in truth. And that's all you have to do. And it'll shift. Believe it or not, that's an easy little way of getting out of that. But so as you were talking, <laughs> hold on. and I want to just add to that is that, and I am believe wholeheartedly if we are dreaming certain things, then that's information. And the information that is being provided to us, we get to use and be curious about it versus being attached to what occurred. So you can choose not to dream and not become aware of what your subconscious is trying to tell you, or you can choose to dream in whatever realm it is. So where you can move through that limiting belief. And I just want to add one more thing. Claudette, I didn't say here is that I'm heading into medicine, indigenous medicine in a couple of weeks. And once it is a belief in the, in this community that once you commit to communing with any particular medicine that you're communing with, it automatically starts to work the day you committed. So I believe this is all coming up out of my subconscious because I'm moving into medicine as well. So I just wanted to add that too. No, I love that. So dreams can be guidance or they can be here. There's a belief that you have in your subconscious that you haven't faced yet and it's trying to come out and keep in mind that universal spirit only has good plans for you. We, however, beat the crap out of ourselves. Okay. (laughs) This universe is very dynamic. It changes on our thoughts. Like science is catching up with this. I was watching a couple of things on Gaia last night and they're like, Finally, you know, there's a scientist that has shown this research for 40 years and he's been mocked, ridiculed, and now he's being accepted into mainstream. And he has proven that the universe is dynamic. It's what I've talked about for 28, no, 26 years. Yeah, 26. I'm like, I don't know. But people thought I was crazy 26 years ago. But then again, did I think I was crazy myself because everybody mirrors us, right? Like, We have all these fears. So keep in mind, these dreams are this. So what I got, what I got was that it was all about your identity. And people would go, well, no, duh, she had her identity stolen. What I got, there are two belief structures that you will get truth on that may attempt to make you pause or stop. But in the end, you're going to reclaim your identity. And so those two guys could be those belief structures. There's something that there could be a fear going into a new thing. I mean, every time we evolve and we grow, we meet new challenges or fears because we are masters at the illusion of darkness. I, I Let me just explain Universal spirit, when we were one with universal spirit, everything was great. We had the all knowing. When we decided to individualize, we had to like descending consciousness, kind of wipe our memory and come here. And we are in darkness, which is called ignorance. We don't understand how this system works. And we run around thinking third dimension is all that there is. And it's not. And quantum physics has already proven this, right? 
And so as we're coming out of darkness, we do it by getting the truth. It can be an epiphany. It can be whatever. But the truth is showing up like the truth is not Claudette Anderson. The truth Mm -hmm. is the freaking truth. And it's not your truth or my truth. Our truth can change according to what we understand. I'm talking eternal truth that stabilizes the system. And so as we come out, we begin to become more stable as we step more into this truth. And we are reunited with our identity, yet we're still individualized. And this is the beauty of being one, yet with a personality. And this is what's Mm -hmm. happening. And so to me, it feels like now, okay, so it feels like a new identity. So I would be curious if you want to, would you like to ask truth? Sure, why not? I mean, we've never done this before, but it's just us. So I think we can. So let's do it. Okay. Let's, let's ask truth because as you were going through this, I was taking notes. So take a deep breath. Yeah. I was taking notes so I could track the dream, but take a deep breath and just relax. And then we're going to now Kathleen has connected to truth multiple times. So it's easy for her. So I'm not going to lead her through the whole thing. We're just going to connect to truth. But if you want to be trained on how to do that, contact Kathleen or I. But Kathleen, we ask that the eternal spirit of truth come in. Take a deep breath. And let me know when you sense that presence. That's there. And now we test everything because our imagination is so awesome. We can create all the kinds of stuff. So if this is the real truth, you may stay. If not, we command you to go through source fire. Real truth. Perfect. So spirit of truth, we're asking about this dream. Um, So what does she believe that caused this dream? Or what is the truth you wish to share with her? Uh, Fear of letting go of an old um, identity. Okay. All right. So spirit of truth, she is afraid of letting go of the old identity. I command that fear to go front and center in front of you. Let me know when you can sense it. I sense it. Perfect. Freeze it because you have all the power. Yep. Okay, perfect. Are there any other beliefs that support this fear? No. Perfect. So what is the truth she needs about this fear? That I'm not letting go of it. I'm just moving along my journey that um, I'm freeing myself from holding back from my, my divine purpose, my heart's calling. Okay, so can you show her the part of her identity that is false, that she's clinging to? or has clung to, right? Clung, cling, whatever. And then show her her true identity. Give her understanding. When you have that, share with us what you're perceiving. Well, clinging into an old life, you know, like I I was clinging to an old life by moving forward into this new, you know, exciting, freeing space. It doesn't mean I am abandoning anyone. I'm just moving forward in a particular direction. 
So it was, I think it's really about the fear of hurting other people as I move forward in my life. Okay. So spirit of truth, what's the truth she needs about that? Is there any other truth? No other truth. Okay. Can you remove this fear? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Take a deep breath in. Remove the energy of the sphere, replace it with the truth and understanding she received. Write this on her heart and return her power. And let me know when you hear done. Yeah, done was, yeah, before you even got the sentence <laughs> out. Was, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Let's ask about another thing. Spirit of truth, is there any truth or understanding about the girl that was in this? What she represented? Uh, the old. Okay. I thought that's what it was. I didn't want to say, I just, that was my intuition on that. Okay. And then spirit of truth. What about the two men? Any truth about that? Oh my gosh. It's too funny. Yeah. Like I can't trust men. Okay. Now let's, that's because that's that's shifted. Like I just recently did a different process right after that dream where it just opened up. I had this image of in a union with my beloved. So yeah, so that I think that was resolved by my awareness that I had already had. Okay. About the truth. So can we move to even a deeper level of trust? Spirit of truth, can you show her how she can trust you to guide her with all people? Yeah. Well, just be in the compassion that I am and to honor the internal guidance and and that I'm getting. Yeah. See, it's not a matter of trusting someone. It's a matter of actually following the guidance and understanding everybody is in belief systems that may cause them to be, you know, less than they are because they're in those systems. But if we have our guidance, their beliefs can't harm us, right? And so we begin to look at them in grace, but not be subject to their bullshit because we trust. Right. What I'm hearing is that the honoring of my knowing of the beginning of not being present in a particular energy, the honoring of me doing that would be, it's okay if you choose to go, I am choosing not to. And so I don't need to follow because others are doing it because I don't want to hurt someone, I get to step into my own power and do what I know is, is right in my energetic alignment. Yeah. Yeah. And so th- to me, the dream, okay. So let's ask if there's any other truth needed for that dream. Is there any other truth needed spirit of truth? I got none. Yeah. No. So the dream in my mind, you had your old self going, let's just help everybody. <laughs> and then yeah, you're exactly. And then your new self that is following guidance. This is a podcast I'm doing this week, literally on when to give. And it's like, you only give as guided. You don't give just to give or give because you're trying to prove to your ego. You're a good person. Give as responsibility or obligation, or you give because your heart is calling you to give. You're being guided to give. Otherwise, you'll give and be used. Otherwise, you'll give and feel taken advantage of, whatever. But if you're doing it as God, so yeah, so 
all I saw in the dream is the old, you know, you kind of went over to the guy's house, you know, and all that. And then your guidance was going, they're not good. This is not good. You don't need to stay with this. And you're like, I'm trying to get out of here. Then you take your milk crate, which I thought, where did the milk crate come from? Like, oh my gosh. You can't ask about that. I don't know. But you take your milk crate and then you're getting on this flight and there's multiple paths and everybody took a different one. That means they're not coming with you this time. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. It's not coming with you in in the rest of your journey. And then you have your stewardess going, here's your ID. Here's everything, right? Like you had forgotten some of the stuff. Yeah. And then you go after the guy for the credit cards. You're like, listen here, motherfucker. I know you have it. I know you have it and you're going to give it to me. And that all that's telling me is you know what to do to reclaim your true identity. And what's beautiful is that the flight attendant is actually like a servant, not like she's beneath me, but she was really being of service to me to be like, here you are, you have all you need. You have the power. Like You have the power. That's how the universe, I mean, when we move out of these negative beliefs about beating ourselves up or, you know, I told somebody yesterday, I have the power to give to myself or take away from myself. So interesting is that the melt crate to me that has holes in it with, you know, going as you're traveling and using it as a carry on, that is a little bit of a poverty mindset. You know, like you're, you're carrying a melt crate instead of, uh, a carry-on suitcase, you know, like that's a little bit of a poverty mindset as you're traveling. Not that Mount creates a poverty. I'm just like in the dream itself. It's as so I'm walking, yeah. as I'm walking into first class, like I'm literally sitting in first class. Well, from this this dream with a melt crate, you know, like the melt crate was left behind. It's so interesting to me. Like, so really, that's what this podcast is about. Is well, we're using an example of a dream that I just had a few days ago. It is the depth in which the dream is informing us. And by using truth, using awareness, being curious, you know, using your intuitiveness and being, I think that the key is being curious about what the dream might be informing you on versus being attached with, oh my gosh, you know, my identity was stolen, you know, whatever no fear was attached. I mean, the fear when I woke up, there was fear. And yeah, I also was like, okay, what, you know, this is information and you can be curious about this later. Right now you get to go back to sleep. Nothing, you know, nothing's been stolen all as well, you know? So it's being curious about the information in which you're given while you're sleeping, which is us to another point I'd like to make is that we are constantly being given information all the time, all the time. So, so, but I want to say something on what you said, because it's brilliant. Um, Milk crate, you left it. And then what you needed was handed to you on a silver platter. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly. I have chills on that. that, Like, yeah. Yeah. That is how the universe works when we get out of the way. Like when, yeah. when our ego, our lower thought systems get out of the way. And see, dreams are a way that your subconscious can 
the subconscious works through imagination. And so dreams can be beautiful. They can be scary. I've had, I had a dream one time that I was robbed at gunpoint. I had it three nights in a row, right? And yeah, three nights in a row. The first two nights, I fought the guy to try to get the gun. He shot me in the stomach. I mean, and mm-hmm. I, I knew I died. Like I bled out. I've learned that gunshot in the stomach, not good because that's a lot of organs. You can bleed out really quickly. The third night, I didn't fight him. I prayed. And in the dream, he took the gun. It was it was towards my head, toward my third eye. He took it, he lowered it, and walked away. I kid you not, two weeks later, I was robbed at gunpoint in my office. The minute the door opened, I knew my real estate agent. It was my real estate office, which I'm like, why are you robbing a real estate office? Anyway. Cash register, I went, I am so sorry. You're robbing the wrong place. But anyway, so he, when the door opened, I knew this was the man from my dream. I knew it. Fight versus fight. I knew. Yes. And so I walk out and I said, sir, how may I help you? Next thing I know, gun in my face, I go, may I pray? He didn't even know what to say to that. He was, he was like, uh, yeah. And I go, your grandmother would be proud. It was almost like this peace came over me because I had been warmed, right? I knew not to fight him. I knew to just stay in truth. And literally the whole time, this was in 2003, I was testing fear. I was teaching people that you can get rid of fear. And I went, well, no time like the current situation to get rid of fear, (laughs) you know? And I felt this energy of fear right in the corner. And I was like, nope, not today. And I stayed in truth. And truth led me. Truth said, have no fear because he's not even allowed to touch you. And I had started making a little noise and everything. It was like, shut up. I'm not even allowed to touch you. And I was like, there you go. And I was like, I won't ever doubt this again. And literally it was 42 minutes. It was myself a client in an agent. We were all held hostage. And then he walks out. I go and lock the door. We call the police. You know, everybody was panicking. I went, he's gone and he's not coming back. How do you know? I go, I just know. Right. And I said, you know, if he does come back, I now have a baseball bat and it's all over. But I just knew. And so dreams can be a warning. Now, we could go deeper and say, what did I believe? Because I do believe that our beliefs shape the ether. They form events. They they cause people to mirror us, to show us what is in our soul. And when we take that, when we finally shift to that and take that responsibility, now it's game on because no one's to blame. Only you are the one that needs to change. And now you are beginning to have dominion over your world and sovereignty over your soul because there's no one else to blame, right? It's just like, what bullshit do I believe? You know, so I do want to share one thing. I would say when you have a dream, try not to make an assumption on it. Just ask because there's a universal law, ask and it is given, right? 
if you lack wisdom, ask for it and you'll get it. No big, no big deal. So I had a dream where I had a choir boy. Now, a Catholic choir boy. I mean, seriously, I'm like, uh, I'm not Catholic. And I was looking through a peephole on a door. And I saw this altar thing in this choir boy in a robe. He looks at me and then he walks out of view because it was like I could only it was like there was a wall, you know, so he walked and then truth was like, don't let him go in my dream. And I went, come back, come back here. So he came back. I opened the door and I go to him and I follow him into this room and there's seven elders. Okay, Mm. like my imagination is great, but. It's not even the seven elder thing. I mean, seriously. So I see seven elders and they look, you know, pure and white, all this stuff. But I look at them and I, I said, truth, come in. I said, what do I believe that's creating this? And then the elders said, you're not allowed to operate in your full power. You signed an agreement. And I was like, huh, really? Who of us isn't just a little afraid of how powerful we actually could be, right? All of us are, right? I mean, all of us. Sometimes that's what holds us back is the fear of being successful versus the fear of not. Yeah, no, we're good at sucking. I mean, that that comes naturally, right? It's that you can always suck, but being actually good and having to step up and become a better version of yourself—that's the challenge. And so. I saw where I had created this authority, given my power to it to be dispersed in seven different directions. Anytime I reach 50% and I was like, and, and I saw the agreement and I got rid of the beliefs that created the agreement. We shredded it. We burned it. Like this was all in a dream. And then the seven elders faded and it was just the truth. And I, and the truth said, are you ready? I said, I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I think I am. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm you can tell me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm as ready as I can be in this moment. And then I can't, you know, but if I would have taken that dream, I could have said, these are the seven elders. Because there's teachings about the nine elders, the seven elders, yeah. all the elders. I could have done that and made an assumption. But I know that dreams are based on what we believe and they're coming from our subconscious and they're trying to show us See, everything in the universe is trying to show you the truth. Everything is right. Yeah. Like Claudette said, so thank you for walking us through that, you know, your dream, my dream and, and the possibilities of how you can um, be curious about your dreams. I mean, that's what Claudette was saying. And that's what I was saying earlier was that, that as we become more and more curious about what was occurring and and really the beliefs behind it, it's not about scaring you or dictating to you anything. It's really about your ability to walk through some of your limiting beliefs, some of the programs that are in your body and the emotions that you might be carrying right now. Now, I will say that there's a difference between dreams and visits. And, you know, we only have a few more minutes, but I just want to... That's another podcast, girl. It really is another full podcast, a whole different podcast. There is a difference between visits from your loved ones and Mm -hmm. your dreams. Because visits from your loved ones, 
you feel it, you know it, you are there, they are there. There's a very, very different feeling. Oh my God, um, we can do that in a few weeks. Yeah. 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 So with that said, do you have anything in closing, Claudette, that you'd like to share uh, with our listeners? Just, just know that all you have to do is go, what's the truth about that? Just ask, give me understanding about this. Like anything we need understanding about, we can ask for understanding and it rises in you. You don't have to go to 15 people and get their opinions and whatever. It, when it comes down to it, ultimately what rises in you is what you need to pay attention to, right? Not someone else's opinion on your dream. It's what rises in you. And, you know, because ultimately when all is said and done, you're responsible for what rose in you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that truth rises in you. It's not someone else in their belief systems that you, you need to filter your life through. It's, it's well, there's yourself. truth for you. <laughs> there's truth for you. Some of the ways that you can dissect your dreams, you know, uh, interpret it is to talk it out with someone like we just did, to journal about it, to be curious and ask before you journal, please show me the meaning in this dream. Please show me what I need to know about this dream and start journaling about it. Meditate on it. Become curious with it and you'll get more information than you could have believed before is possible. So Thank you so much, Claudia, for walking us through that, doing the truth method, helping me get even more clear from my soul's perspective on what else was in that dream that I hadn't even thought about. So just talking it out really does matter. So we thank you so much for joining us. We hope that this podcast, yet a little different than our past, I'm, I know, it was fun for me. And I hope it was fun for me too. Yeah. I hope that was fun for you, the listener as well. And please let us know what you received from this and maybe even talk about one of your dreams and see what you and share with us what you, what curiosity brought up for you about your dream. So I'm handed, we're hand it back over to Whitney and thank you again for joining us. Thank you so much. Wasn't that enlightening? If you want to learn more about your dreams and what to do with them, get in touch with Kathleen and or Claudette today to see how they can assist you. As always, thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. If you have not already, please review and rate our show and join us on Facebook and Instagram to share what you're dreaming about and what you think your dreams mean. Until next time. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.